0: Welcome to the Fittest Podcast in Oakland, where your favorite coaches talk everything to help make you a better person inside and outside of the gym. Welcome to the Fittest Podcast in Oakland. Today, we're talking about our February lifestyle focus. So we had a great time in January. Now we're on February. Let's figure out how we're going to be mobile this year. So sit back, enjoy, and listen up. Welcome back It's Ben and Robin And the fittest podcast in Oakland
1: From our fancy podcast
0: studio
1: <laughs> Yeah, what are we talking
0: about today? We are talking about February's focus or lifestyle focus of the month Yay. But before we go forward, Robin, let's go backwards
1: Oh, oh dear <laughs> Okay
0: Let's talk feelings and what we encountered in January <laughs> And what we want people to take away from January's lifestyle focus
1: Alright, so recap, the focus was on alcohol, and we if you didn't hear that podcast, go back and listen to it right now, it's riveting, um, and you know, just to recap our focus in general, every month we're going to have one, um, our intent is to educate you on how these choices kind of affect your body and your performance in the gym, and then invite you to focus on that particular choice and make sure that it's the best one for you or at least take steps in the right direction. That being said, alcohol. So we educated you on some of the things that happen to your body, to your brain, to your performance in the gym. And then we invited you to look at your own consumption and see if it it benefited you or not. Um, So you're going to ask me, (laughs) oh no, we're going to ask the people. So our hopes for everyone was that they maybe looked at habits and decided if they were good habits around alcohol or maybe a habit that is, was detrimental and maybe try to, to take steps for changing it, right?
0: Yeah. I'm saying
1: I, it in way too many words. But yeah. yeah, No, I think that's
0: perfect. I think, I think having people just look at the relationship they have with alcohol and whatever they did or thought about or were they successful in the month with it. And then the biggest challenge I always tell people is when you finish something like that, what are you going to do differently going forward with it?
1: So, what's what's the goal? What was the goal? Did you reach the goal? And what's the goal moving forward? Exactly. Yeah? I mean, that's that's. I'll I'll go first. I'll talk about mine. I mean, I did kind of <laughs> hopefully um, misrepresent myself, saying I was doing dry January, which I did for the most part, but um, but my real goal, my deep down goal, was to Break a daily drinking habit that I had for many years, not just COVID, I'm gonna be honest. Just started, I don't know how, but just became a habit. And I just wanted to break that daily habit. Um, So I can say I was successful in that. I had more non alcoholic days in January than I had alcohol days. I did drink a couple times, I'm not gonna lie, Um, but it was because I thought about it and decided I'm going to. For my own reasons, and uh, moving forward, that was that's kind of the goal for me, is to find a reason that makes sense to me when I drink. So social thing, maybe I'm having dinner without fancy, and I want to have a drink, um, and just break that daily habit. So I feel like I'm on the way to that, um, and my goal is to never go back to daily drinking. That's my goal.
0: That's impressive. Yeah. So. Robin's going to be hard on herself there. And I've already been hard on Robin about this one. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to applaud Robin here. She set out to do dry January. She said that. And let's be honest, Robin. This was the most successful dry January you've probably ever had. Yeah. From our conversations. Yeah. I mean, I think the joke was you never made it past the 7th. <laughs> yeah. And so the fact that you... We're not through January yet. But I think you're going to make it with, you know, not stopping... I, I commend you and applaud you for that. Like, yes. I, you know, I've, I've been bad cop to you. We, jo- we joke last week. Yeah. But I think that's super impressive. And you stuck with it. So if you can see Robin, give her a pat on the back. Okay, maybe don't touch her, but you get my point. <laughs> um, then to myself. So I've done dry January a bunch, so I said, I'll do it again. Um, and I realized a couple of things. First, I realized I definitely have a big urge and habit Friday and Saturday, to relax with mind-altering substances. Don't go too crazy down the rabbit hole. It's basically alcohol and marijuana. Talk to me about it if you want to. We can. I don't care. Um, But I realized that, and I went, oh, I want to cut the alcohol out. I did. Yeah, That's it. It's never been a big issue for me because I'm one of those people who just trained himself never to drink on a school night.
1: Yeah.
0: I've had two drinks on a school night maybe three in my kind of last 10 years. One of them was March 16th or 17th, 2020. <laughs> if you know what happened that day, you'll understand why. Um, but that's like one of the few, I don't think, unless like a very, very good friend's in town, I don't think I've had a drink on a school night, um, hardly at all. So that that's not been an issue for me. But what I did find was, oh, wow, I need to handle that situation and kind of look into that in February and the months to come for me. Um, the other thing I realized is I don't like dry January, um, because I can think of a couple occasions where we met with friends and social situations and I went, you know, this is dumb that I'm not drinking right now and I should be celebrating people. And it was kind of like, and it happened two, three times. And it was, it was an interesting kind of like societal, like, Oh, we do this. But I was also like, Oh, I put this arbitrary silly thing here and I don't think it's necessary at this point. So I, I, I recognize the fact that I need to look at how I drink alone and how I drink socially. Right. Um, and, and understanding maybe I do need to have a drink when it's a celebration and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. And, and it's cool. It's fun. It's, it's a beautiful thing. And, oh, by the way, I miss the taste of good whiskey and good beer, and I'm not (laughs) going to be ashamed for that one.
1: (laughs) Well, it it is, and that's good for you. Um, You learned something. Uh, But it is also good to go on those social occasions and not drink and know that it's not part of, it's not necessary to have fun. Yes. So I just want to put that caveat in there.
0: And I've learned that because I used to be the college DD all the time. And it was way more fun to be the DD and watch my intoxicated for it me. is They're pretty so fun. fun yeah
1: it's <laughs> entertaining for sure
0: so if you've never done that do that um the last and third one and I think Robin and I can both take this one away if you want advice on non-alcoholic like drinks oh yeah come talk to Robin and I because oh, we probably yeah. have tried them all
1: and I I'm really happy about that actually <laughs> I um it's it helped me I mean Ben was like you that's just another crutch. And I almost shot him in the face, but um, (laughs) he's right. But also it it was a really helpful for me to break that habit. And in and he was like, Oh, that's the habit. Like to come home and have a nice beverage. That's not water. I love water, but, um, but having the curious elixir or the whatever athletic brewing company, by the way, makes really good non-alcoholic beer. Um, What's the other thing? Oh, the, the wine I'm still looking. I'm still looking for the perfect non-alcoholic wine. But it was the the act of having that sip, you know, while I was cooking or um, hanging out. Really, it helped. It helped a lot.
0: Yeah, and I think it was kind of cool. I, I joke that it's a crutch. I, well, I joke and I'm serious that it's a crutch in some form or fashion. But I'm also like, you know what? If that's what gets you through and you're happy with that, I'm okay and with that. And it's
1: harmless. Like, it's really harmless. This stuff is not yeah. adding any... You know, it's not all that stuff we talked about in the podcast about the brain damage and the organ damage and just the performance damage you're doing with alcohol isn't happening with the non-alcoholic substitutes. So I think they're just fine. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's also they're uh, expensive. Well, it's I, so I'm, <laughs> I'm drinking fine. a smoothie right now right. and it has protein in it. So I, I would compare it to a protein shake Yeah, where I probably should go eat a meal, but I don't have time. I don't have ability. I can't do it. So I grab a protein shake and drink it. Yeah. And that's better than nothing. So yeah. if I'm, if I'm looking at alternatives, yep, yeah, cool. I'm good with that one. So if you need advice on <laughs> what non-alcoholic beverages to try, come talk to Robin and I.
1: Or, or just unbreaking that habit in general. Cause I have to tell you, it's really challenge. It's a real big challenge for me and I'm really happy, but I had help. I had a lot of people helping me with, um, kind of ways to train your brain and to help you through it. So you're not like, just suffering when you try to change and it might be a different habit that you have that's hard to break um but we can help you with that
0: yeah you have help biggest thing to take away cool i think that recaps january yeah so robin what's the february focus
1: so february focus so the way we're going to do this um every month is one's going to be kind of a what you put in your body and what's going to be something on the outside of your body so alcohol to mobility so we're talking about mobility we're going to Define it. And then we're going to give you some ways to maybe look at your own mobility and then maybe put some new practices in place. Yeah. I like it. Cool. All right. You want to define? I mean, we have flexibility, mobility, stability, and strength listed. You want to quickly kind of go through those?
0: Perfect. And this is where the progression comes in with mobility. Is it a flexibility issue? Is it a mobility issue? Is it a stability issue? Or is it a strength issue? Because if you figure out what that is, that can kind of be what you fix quote unquote in your mobility so first flexibility flexibility your ability to move a joint in a passive manner i.e a band a person something is helping you move that joint so like a great idea is a um a shoulder stretch or a hamstring stretch where the person is stretching out that shoulder or thing you're not actively doing it so progressing from that mobility is where you can do it yourself so you can take your hand you can reach it straight above your head and put it in line with the rest of your body you can hinge from the waist keep your legs perfectly straight and touch the floor there's all sorts of like little mobility tests you can look at for ranges of motion around joints your flexibility and mobility should be two different things if they're not it's an interesting conundrum and we should talk about it because there might be an issue there. Um, but most likely they're two different things. Stability moving along that progression is okay. I can move myself in a range of motion. And am I able to hold that position? You know, like some of us could probably bop and touch the floor and like bounce creating mobility and ranges of motion. I see it a lot of my teenagers, but to ask them to statically hold something in that stretch or thing, they can't do um, and so basically it's ability to kind of own or utilize a position Got it. is what I think of when I think of stability. Um, can and, you give
1: an example of
0: that? Yes. Um, that would be where I can hold my hand above my head and then I could put a load on it okay. maybe, or probably an easier one. Um, and it's connected to a lot of joints. So it's, it's a little deceiving, but like your ability to do a deep squat holding onto a pole. Mm hmm. Versus your ability to do a deep squat not holding onto that pole. Got it, got it, got it. So you could, with a pole and assistance, you could mobilize into a greater range of motion. Yeah. But the moment I take that assistance away, you are not stable enough to hold yourself upright on those joints. Got it. Um, And kind of there. There's probably a couple others that I could give. And then strength. Strength. So that's where I go back. Straightforward. (laughs) (laughs) That's where I go back to that shoulder thing. So you can put your arm overhead. You can hold a five-pound dumbbell over your head. But you can't hold a 50-pound dumbbell over your head. So that's where I go, ah, so it's not so much a range of motion issue. It's not so much you being able to hold there. It is more so your, it's where load creates dysfunction. Or as we see with technique all the time, we challenge technique with load. Right. Or intensity. Um, and that's that's where strength might come into play. Um, it's sometimes where... I look at two things, one with, like, hamstrings and one with hips. Like, you might have all the range of motion in your hips, but they're not strong. So that's where, you're like, I need to mobilize my hips. And it's actually like, nah, you need to strengthen that, right. which can look like mobility work. Right. It's a, it's a funny thing. And then the same thing with, like, hamstrings. It's like, oh, I need to stretch my hamstring. I need to stretch my hamstrings. Well, one way to make your hamstrings more stretchy is to take them through full ranges of motion with load.
1: So for the sake of this monthly lifestyle challenge, we say mobility, we really mean all four of these things. Like, where is it that you are lacking? And let's shore up that hole in the boat, as you would say.
0: Yeah, I think okay. I think find the hole and let's plug it.
1: So when we say mobility, we really just mean it's kind of a catch-all term for the way you move and load and yeah. hold positions. All of those. Okay. Okay. So uh, moving on to uh, common areas. So places. So when you're thinking about focusing on this, what are some things that you've heard from clients or seen from clients where it's pretty common to have issues?
0: Okay. We're going to break the body in half. Okay. (laughs) We're going to start on the upper half and then we'll move to the lower half. Even though they're connected, just bear with me. It's all connected. So the first chain I want to look at, because Robin very smartly said, look up and downstream.
1: That wasn't me. That was Kelly Starrett,
0: but yes. Don't say that we learn from other very, very smart people, Robin. Got it. Um, So so the first thing we're going to look at is the chain around your arm. So your shoulder, your elbow, and your wrist. Got it. We could include core in there, but we'll we'll save that for a later day. Um, So first, shoulder. What do we mean by shoulder? So we look at shoulder in two manners. Flexion and abduction so flexion can you lay on your back and take your hand up over your head to the ground that's a range of motion what is that for you what does that look like and all of that abduction can you take your hand from the side of your body up over your body and that's a range in all of that there are a bunch of specific tests we can look at for that um there's a bunch of specific measurements we can take for that um lot longer conversation than this podcast needs or allows <laughs> and also it's better for you to see it in person Right? quick easy test, talk to one of your coaches we can do it before class, sorry we can't do it after class, you cheat if you do it after class um, but we can test shoulder flexion and shoulder abduction so if you're one of those folks that struggles to get your shoulder over your head, this is a great opportunity for you so what would that look like from a flexibility mobility perspective, it might be Banded shoulder stretches. It might be.
1: You're getting into practices now. Okay, I
0: won't. I won't jump. Let, ahead let's then. Talk,
1: Let's 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 just talk common areas. So we got shoulders, wrists, and elbows. Um, and then go on down the list. So you got the top of the body. Yep. And I think the the biggest thing that we were talking about before we start hit record was um, sometimes it's not the thing you think it is. <laughs> yes. Right. So sometimes something hurts. Let's say you're wrist, for instance. Let's say your wrist hurts. It doesn't necessarily mean you should be stretching your wrist, right? Maybe it is, but maybe it isn't. Maybe it's that your shoulders aren't super strong and your wrist is taking the brunt of your overhead movements. It could be your elbow is um, your rotation in your shoulder is really tight. So your elbow's taking the brunt when you do certain movements. Like, don't just assume because something hurts. That's the part that you need to focus on. And we want to be really straightforward with that. And that's kind of where you might need a coach as opposed to Google, right? Um, And we can kind of look at the whole system and the way you move. And we see you move all the time in class. So we can give you some hints for that. Same thing with the bottom of the body, right? You might, it it could be all all the way up, like your wrist hurts because your ankles are tight. Crazy talk, but (laughs) also could be, it could be um, something's too flexible and the other thing is taking the brunt or you're not strong in a certain position. So um, think about your joints and where your owies are and let us help you. And it's not necessarily just pain. It could be um, you just don't feel strong in a certain movement or you feel uncomfortable in an overhead squat, or you don't like uh, shoulder presses, or whatever. You know, we can um, we can look at that whole system.
0: So, with that, Robin, let me get back on track, and let's go back to elbows. Okay. So, elbows. Can you open and close your elbow? Yeah. Can you go all the way extended, all the way closed? Look at a bicep curl. Um, do it passively. And some, yes, some of your arms are just so big, you can't close it all the way. That's I get true. It. Yeah, um, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> um... Great, easy test. Um, that's why oftentimes, as Robin said, elbows are not the elbow themselves, it's something else. Uh, wrists, can you put your palm flat on the floor and take your shoulder out past your fingers or flex, flexion of your wrist? So can you pull that wrist back? Sometimes it's the other direction where you tuck your wrist in, but it's fewer and farther between. Um, that's a really rare one from what I've seen.
1: And what we can do is actually measure that. Like you might be like, oh, my wrist is tight because when I stretch it, it I feel it. <laughs> it's like, well, is it tight or is it tighter than average? Is
0: it, you know. Well, and you want that signal. Yeah. Like take your finger, pull it back. You should get a signal, hey, stop doing that yeah. because that's what keeps you from dislocating <laughs> exactly. things. Exactly. That's a good signal to have in the brain and the body. Right. Um, but it
1: might not necessarily mean you need to focus a lot of time on that
0: particular joint. Exactly. Yeah. We can stretch anybody anybody into a position where they're like, if you go any farther, this is gonna hurt and I can't do it. Yeah. And they might have their leg up over their head. (laughs) Yes. So cool. Exactly. That's the upper body.
1: Good. Okay. Um
0: moving down the body. Let's go core and back. Okay. So these ones, kind of funny. Core, that's mostly muscles. So there's not really much mobilizing. Not 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 a joint, not something you really need to mobilize. Your back. If you can do a good cat cow most likely don't need to create much more range of motion in your back right there might be some you might need to look at that but with our spines it it gets a little questionable how much i want to go down that rabbit hole with you and so that's why i always say well how's a cat cow feel
1: yeah mostly with spines we're trying to get movement of fluid really i mean as opposed to muscles. You know, you know, muscles yes, but the joints in your spine you just really there's some fluid in there that you want to get moving. Yeah. It can be that simple.
0: And and for most people it's somewhere else even though they're feeling it in their spine. Yeah. Yeah. Um cool. So that covers that middle of the body. Next, hips, knees, ankles. Yeah. So, we'll start at the hips. Ball and socket joint. So, just like the shoulder, there's a um flexion position and a little bit of abduction or internal external rotation right um and we can test all of those there's plenty of fun ways to test them with the hips um but basically for a lot of us is does your knee move up towards your chest past a certain point you know like there's a lot of ways to look at it most of us pass that test with flying colors um there's some other things we can look at with that knees it's another hinge joint similar to the elbow so it does it open and close. Pretty simple. Yep. Because <laughs> um, that's really all the knee's supposed to do.
1: And, and a lot of times when we're looking at your assessments, um, we're looking at side-to-side comparisons too. So you, you say, does your knee open and close? Well, maybe one of your knees opens and closes a lot more than the other knee opens and closes. <laughs> pretty, pretty red flag right there. That's,
0: that's, <laughs> that's immediately like, oh, that's yeah. going to be a problem. So
1: we're, we're looking at that stuff too um, when we watch you move.
0: Yeah. and that I mean, can be any joint exactly not knees. exactly <laughs>
1: exactly that was just an example but yeah um so yeah i mean and again this is kind of another uh is it really your uh knee or could it be coming from your hip or your ankles or even your core or low mm-hmm. back like i mean this is all connected so i think that's kind of the the yes. message we want to tell you yes ankles yeah
0: flexion and extension so can you um Push your knee over your toes or past your toes to create ankle dorsiflexion. Um, pretty common, a bunch of different ways to test that one. Be careful that you don't, if you are testing that at home, don't test it through your hip. Test it through your actual ankle joint. I see it all too often that people move their hips instead of their ankle joints to create motion. <laughs> or better
1: yet, just ask us to help <laughs> yes. you. Like, we really want to We want to watch you guys do this stuff.
0: Um, um, yeah the
1: other one for the ankles oh you're
0: gonna do it sorry extension yeah so this is where if you want to be able to bounce better can you extend your foot and make it straighter so for some of us that suffer from planners and other things this might be something you want to investigate or if you have tight calves and achilles your extension might be something you want to look into on your ankles um that was an easy one yeah
1: (laughs) basically Can, can you sit on your on your feet Yep. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, can you basically make your foot flat and yeah. extended? Like, we,
1: we just tell you guys to sit back on your heels on the ground, and most of you can do it, but some of you can't. Yeah. Or I see it in the couch stretch a lot. Couch stretch? People put their leg up the wall and they're like, uh uh-uh. uh. And it's like, oh, we might want to look at that ankle.
0: <laughs> I, I see it in the way people run. It's kind of fun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there some, if you're a plotter when you run and it's not from you don't know how to do pose method, it, it's kind of from your ankles. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. a problem. Well, that could be from a lot of things. But <laughs> yes. That's not, we're not
1: going down rabbit holes. We yes. promise. All right. So so all of that comes down to assessment. Mm-hmm. Um, ben can do this in his sleep. Um, he has a really a great formal uh, checklist that he can go through. He can measure you. It's great. If you've not done it yet, please schedule one with him. It's very eye-opening, and it will really tell you where to focus. Um, If you have done it, then you probably know the answer to where you should be focusing. (laughs) Um, But, yes, we'll assess. And I I can do it, too. All of our coaches can. And also, we're constantly assessing you guys. That's part of our job. We're constantly looking at you. We notice things. We're not judging you at all. We just see power leaks we see leaks in the boat and and uh we can tell you where to plug up your
0: it's what you come to us to help you
1: with (laughs) in a a way yeah Yeah, like some and if you don't want us to help you just you know give us the stiff the stiff arm and we'll we'll listen but but this is this is again this is february look at this yeah like it could be the difference between getting a goal in the gym that you want or just getting out of pain that you're in and it's really helpful uh, we talked about upstream, downstream. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we assess you, we'll also, if you would like, we can help you create a little plan. And we're, this is akin to nutrition to me, or even the alcohol challenge or any challenge where we're looking at what can you sustain? Like we want you to focus on this in February, but we want you to sustain a, a good habit around mobilizing forever. Yeah. So we're going to suggest some practices that we think you can sustain.
0: And I want to talk specifically about that plan. Okay. Because I, I have a great example for this. Okay. I had a client who came to me, gave me some very specific details on what they would do, what they would not do. And basically they're like, I need you to create a plan that I can do it all laying on my back. Yes. And I was like, (sighs) yes,
1: that's doable.
0: So after I groaned and I said, okay, let me get creative. And I came up with about 10 things that they could do. And they're like, I'm like, okay, these are all on your back. What are you willing to commit to, to do this i was like will you spend five minutes every day She was like yep no problem and i was like perfect
1: or the warm-up you can do holding your coffee cup the whole time yep shout out to jackie yeah
0: so i'm like i'm like <laughs> whatever it is give me those parameters you're like ben i can i only want things i'll do while i'm brushing my teeth okay yeah. i can i can get creative with that
1: that's kind of fun <laughs> for us yeah so uh
0: but you have to tell us what those parameters are to make you successful yep
1: a so. little bit of an intake so that we know what you're willing to do, what you're able to do. Um, but do some, try something, try something, mm-hmm. um, five, five to 10 minutes daily. You wrote down.
0: Yes. So that's the best way to improve mobility.
1: And, it's, it, and it that's such a low bar. It,
0: it, it can, five to 10
1: minutes, guys. We can, we can all improve in five to 10 minutes. And there's so many things you can do
0: that you can do for five to 10 minutes. Yeah. Like so many things. It's Literally easy.
1: set an alarm.
0: Yeah. Um, Put a clock up. One of the best ones I ever did was, while my coffee was brewing in the morning, just joint circles. So I stood in the middle of the kitchen, did ankle circles, wrist circles, elbow circles, shoulder on, <laughs> shoulder circles. like, <laughs> yeah. And I just moved my joints for five minutes. I swear that was some of the times my body felt best. Yeah. Um,
1: it also will warm you up
0: a little yeah, bit. Like, it it probably <laughs> would be one of the things I'm going to try and reinstate All right. In in my February challenge. Cool. Um... Pre and post class.
1: Yeah. We, one thing that gets our brains kind of itchy eyeballs. I don't know what you want to call it, but would you guys come in five or 10 minutes early and just stand there? Like, I mean, it's fine if you know, you want to use that time to chit chat or just relax your mind, but you could also, you know, grab a band or put your legs up the wall or, you know, start doing the joint circles or something. Um, and ask us, say, do you have something we can do? Um, or whatever you did in your assessment. you know, is Do it before class. You're there. Are you going to do it when you get home? Very less likely. Much less likely for most people. Um, do this stuff while you're in the gym. Before class or after class.
0: So the best way I think about pre and post. Pre. Things to activate or warm you up. So like what heats your body up? What gets pieces moving? So it shouldn't be anything too static. You can do some static things. But. Definitely think of things that activate or make you sweat, make you work a little bit pre, because it's going to help you feel better in the workout. Right. Um, post, you mean, don't
1: wait till the first round to warm up.
0: Yes. <laughs> post, yeah. that's where you can do more static. Yeah. Because it's more recovery. You're one very, hopefully, a very heated up, sweatied up, more limber type person that you can take advantage of it. Right. And get into greater ranges of motion.
1: But if you don't know. Something's better than nothing.
0: Exactly. Something's better than nothing.
1: Um, and, and also, what we put in your warm up, you can always do that again after <laughs> class. Like, let's say we give you dead bug, <laughs> to say my, the dead bug, glute bridge, you know, windmill thing. Um, go back or pigeon stretch. Like, if we do that and you go back and do it at the end again, if you mm-hmm. can't think of anything else. And, and of course, ask us. Yep. Um, we should be, if we're doing our job, giving you cool down suggestions um and then in sugar wad there are always some mobility suggestions um for your cool down as well so if you like using that app it's in there Mm -hmm. you got your pre you got your post you can always sneak it from them yeah
0: yeah Uh.
1: and then we were talking about um instituting some sort of stretching sesh but when you wake up and then also when you wind down at night I know a lot of people swear by stretching as part of their uh, wind down sleep routine.
0: And that's for, especially for folks who think that they always have issues when they wake up in the morning from sleeping. <laughs> one of the best things you can do is go, okay, let me adjust things or mobilize things before I lay in this bed. And it does two things It one takes away your brain because yeah. you're not on the device. You're not on the thing. Calming everything down, so hopefully you sleep better for it. Two, it might open up that joint or sticky spot, so when you do rest, it doesn't stiffen up as much. Yeah, that that's usually what's going on there. And I can talk; I could have a whole podcast on why how you sleep is probably not the problem, <laughs> but yeah. we'll save that for a different day. Um,
1: we will be talking about sleep in
0: a future. Yes. Yeah. So
1: yeah, looking um, forward to that.
0: And then the same thing with waking up. If you can set your body in motion in the right way to start the day, that's just every rep after that is going to be better. So the better you can do that, the better every rep afterwards is going to be.
1: I'm going to throw an example at you because I hear this a lot. You get up,
0: your feet hurt. Cool. Um, I have three ways I fix that. Okay. One, I walk the entire morning before I leave the house barefoot. Not so it. it's a massage of my feet. Two, I brush my teeth every morning. I have one of two things under there. I have a, it's like a, uh, what's that called? Um, acupuncture pad. I don't even know what it is. It's a cheap $5 thing I got at TJ Maxx. It's got a bunch of pokey things on it. Barefoot, I put my foot on there and I just kind of rub and massage it while I okay. brush my teeth. The other thing I always did was tennis ball, lacrosse ball on my feet. Got it. And I just stretched that. You can do calf raises, ankle raises, anything like that for your feet. Um, you can just put your hands on your feet and give yourself a little foot massage. Cool. So that would be a quick trick type thing you could do Yeah, for defeats.
1: So just 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 an example, um, of a wake up. All right. And then the last thing, not last, but you know, last kind of suggestion we have is, uh, break up your day. If you're that person that has to sit a lot, you already know that's not ideal for your body. So put, again, set your little alarm on your phone or whatever to get up and do some stretchies it could even be just go upside down Yep. do some up dog down dogs mm-hmm. um i like the Lekka like, uh to, taught the yoga people you sit and you cradle your foot and you just lift it up we can show you the foot cradle stretch you can even do that sitting at your desk um yeah. has
0: a great video on our youtube of chair stretches oh right it's yeah. literally called chair stretches that's something a great like. one
1: that's a great one yeah
0: and there's a whole bunch of other like supple Sunday things and silly things on there that you can go and do
1: the the wall the routine we always do on the wall you got your ulnar nerve releases you got your chest opener and you got your we call it the perp stretch i don't know what <laughs> the lap stretch on the wall uh the wall routine is great
0: one of the things i give a bunch of people for shoulders and elbows um one have a little thin band near your desk so you do pass throughs or pull aparts or something like that um another one i do is grab coffee cup or um stress ball and do wrist curls or wrist extensions wrist curls
1: i love that yeah and so
0: it's where i'm mobilizing that wrist getting that elbow feeling better especially getting it out of the position it's stuck in typing on the keyboard all day. The
1: other thing you gave me that I love is the really slow negative bicep curl. Mm-hmm. So you're curled up with your arm with something in your hand. It could be anything. And you all slowly straighten your arm. It feels yeah. so good.
0: I mean, we could go for another hour <laughs> on all the things you could do for each one of these body parts um, to mobilize it.
1: But it's more about establishing the habit.
0: The, the bigger thing is figure out one, your goal of this month, if I was going to tell anybody, one, figure out where the problem is. Two, figure out what you can do daily to address, treat, or fix said problem. Um, and if you're doing those things this month, you've won.
1: And you've had nothing. If you can think of nothing, like my body feels great, then maybe use that time to, that stretching time as like a meditation. Or exactly. to clear your mind or, you know... Whatever. Make you I, sleepy.
0: I don't think there's anybody <laughs> that it comes to the gym that moves too much. No. I have not seen the person yet. Um, so, well, worst, get up and move five minutes a day outside of the gym. Yep. Cool. Cool. I think, Robin, that covers everything. Yeah. Well, not everything.
1: <laughs> I mean, we could go, you know us, we could go on and on forever. But, yeah, February focus is mobility and... Um, Yeah. Come talk to us. Let us know how your January went. Did you do anything different? And if you did, were you happy with the results? Do you have a new habit? We'd love to hear about it.
0: We like successes. Cheer me up.
1: Or even challenges and their opportunities, right? If you, you went through January and you're frustrated with your results. Well, let's, let's talk.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. Take care and mobilize guys.